0: That's new. <laughs> That's new. What's up, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Nevermade Barcy. Um, hey, I said the right name. That's impressive. My name's Colby. You can find me on Twitter, new at writing by Colby.
1: <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh it's David. I'm, I'm i had to think for a second and not to say the whole D thing. Um uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at DRivera1222 as well as Instagram. I hope everyone's doing well. I am so excited that there's Sports again.
2: It's me, it's just Maverick again. And you can find me on Twitter still at heartbreak double underscore kid.
3: It's your boy, Aaron. Yeah. You can find cool. me on Twitter at Aaron Friedman. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, you can't
0: find me.
2: Gimmick infringement.
0: <laughs> I really hope that makes it into <laughs> that makes it into the um the edit if it doesn't um zoom does a thing now where it, that it tells you that the meeting's being recorded and it's a, a very nice um feminine voice so you appreciate it how are we doing team let's do a little pandemic check in
2: yeah, it's like we've been in another world like fighting the forces of eagle or something but now we're back <laughs> on earth
1: uh, i'm doing i'm doing all right getting ready for the start of the virtual school year uh, but other than that Playing Ghost of Tsushima.
0: Big saying. Good game. We'll talk about it later. Yes.
3: I'm doing, I don't know. I like never leave my apartment. I go to work every day. I come home.
2: That's my life. I go to work every day and my work is at home. So I'm really cooped up. (laughs) I just played some cornhole with my little cousins. That's probably the most I've gotten out in a while. Socially David distanced cornhole, I, I might add. The best kind. David came down to
0: Chapel Hill last week, so we had a nice socially distanced picnic with Aaron. Oh, really? That was
2: nice. Yes. I want to come down, but then I just remember you yeah, can I mean, see
3: us. Is that not enough of an?
2: <laughs> I don't know if you want to see me. I don't know if you're busy. I'd do it otherwise. <laughs>
0: yeah. well, there's nothing. We aren't doing any. I, I'm just going to give you a heads up. I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting yeah. in my apartment. Maverick, name a time. Okay
2: but but <laughs> free i'm free
1: <laughs> i hadn't seen the new the new soccer stadium like i it was nice to just like walk around campus and even we got like, a nice sweat i know there, i was just about to say it was sweaty as heck but it was still nice it was nice to see
3: y'all i we, i knew that north carolina summers were bad i didn't realize how bad they are
2: but Now that you're staying down there, once you get to August and September, it's going to feel like nothing because you're going to get so acclimated to it.
3: I have a very memorable story from when I was a first year. I remember it was my second day of class. I walked out of Bio 101. I was like, oh, it's not that hot outside. I looked at my watch and it was 92 degrees.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The easiest summer or the easiest band camp I had was the sophomore year band camp because I had spent the whole summer there, o because mm-hmm. and so I was just used to it. Yeah,
0: that's true. That could be that. That's fair.
2: True. So
0: I don't know. Something about Chapel Hill heat is like it's. It is. It's a it very heavy, head. wet
2: blanket. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> very humid. It's oppressive heat. It's been forever. It is like, not very ginger friendly.
3: I in Ohio. Like, it's hot over the summer, but it only gets above 90 probably like a handful of times. And it's over 90 every daggum day here.
0: Every day until October. <laughs> uh, I mean, David, you're down there in Charlotte, and yeah, I feel like Charlotte has some heat. It's, it's Yeah,
1: it's the same here. But it's also been raining like crazy here in the
3: afternoons. That well, you know, we're about to get hit by that hurricane. Yeah, that's true. It's only category yeah. one, so I don't think that we're going to have Hurricane Fest 2020 like we did 2018 and 2017. No, 2016. Did we have a hurricane in 2019 or 2017? I don't remember. All of the crazy crap that happened to me at UNC or happened to us at UNC
0: kind runs together. Remember when we didn't have water? <laughs> oh, I remember. That happened okay. twice. Hey, oh yeah, remember, it happened twice for
2: you. <laughs> remember when we played? We performed in the middle of a hurricane, and we did. a game that should have been rescheduled.
0: <laughs> Listen, the the game we didn't have water, so that was Notre Dame our junior year. Yeah, you yeah, junior, junior year because it was my first year, and we played at the Greensboro Coliseum. Great atmosphere. Yeah, I had a great f- time. At that was, that was that a game. fun game because they sold um, beer, but also. I went home that morning because I'm from Greensboro, those of you who are new to this podcast. So <laughs> me and Carla went home, and Carla got sick that morning. I don't know what it was, but she was... Coronavirus. Coronavirus back in 2016. 17. 2017. whatever year it was. Um, COVID-17. And it was... I just remember my parents texting me during that game and they were like, Go check on Carla, cause they were they went to the game and they were sitting in the upper deck and they were watching us and apparently she they could see she was going through it. She was behind me. So They're like, You need to check on this child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if she stuck out the rest of the game or if she went up to sit with my parents. That I also, was wild. I remember the end of that game was really
3: weird because Notre Dame was down like six or seven with like eight seconds left. So like very improbable, but possible. And they got the ball and they called the timeout. And then after the timeout, they just ran out the clock.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. That was weird. It was strange. I also remember standing on the seats um, and like
2: pumping the crowd up. But, I remember doing that at that game. I just fun. remember the refs there was a lot of fouls called that game. Mm-hmm. I think that was a Jamie Lucky called game.
3: Mm-hmm. Of course it was. Lucky lucky of the
0: Irish. I <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> All right. What do y'all want to start with? Do y'all want to start with marching band? Go back to our roots.
2: Back to our roots. Listen, everyone <laughs> we're just four band kids that decided we wanted to put mics in front of our faces and talk about stuff.
0: All this is by the way, we are not in any way affiliated with um, the University of North Carolina, Marching Tar Heels, probably the ACC, none of that. But listen, uh, they just canceled all marching bands for the ACC this year. Is that correct? Yes,
2: I think the official thing is no performance on the field at this so point,
0: effectively canceled.
2: effectively canceled.
0: Yeah, so, um. If any current incoming marching Tar Heels are listening to this, I'm sorry. That sucks, um, big time. I some of my best memories of being in the band was performing, and it sucks that y'all don't get to do that.
1: Yeah, I feel for y'all. Um, you know, I did. I think it was eight years total of marching band, and uh, I couldn't imagine my life without it any of those years. Mm-hmm. so i feel real
0: for sure it's like whenever we got to carolina is what 12 baritones it was like instantly 11 friends it's a great way to meet people at the school um especially when you're a first year and you really don't know anybody um everything feels
1: so huge and then you find your little your little niche with your group mm-hmm.
3: and luckily that'll still be a thing because there's still the band community it just yeah, f- for sure, will be different because they won't be performing for the foreseeable future.
0: But I, I guess that ties into the bigger ACC announcement: um, them being the first Power Five school to come out with their plan for conference play only. Uh, every team is going to be playing ten conference games. Um, five home five away and then they can add one more non-conference game but it has to be played in the state of that specific school so like carolina can either like play app state or go to app state or like play ec play ecu at home or go to ecu or ant or central or any other school they just it has to be in-state. We can't go to JMU or UConn, which were previously on schedule.
3: But they could come to us, right? Or does it have to be a team? Okay, got it.
2: it right. Auburn is we- officially off the table because the SEC did just a 10-game-only schedule without a non-conference opponent.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It's a bit of gamesmanship from the ACC um, to be like, Especially for the, those Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, Florida State, those like in-state ACC, SEC rivals to be like, we're gonna let y'all play this game if you're. But I, okay, listen, the um the OG radio show in um the Raleigh Durham area. Uh, has this thing called the trust tree that Joe Giglio invented? I mean, he did not invent the trust tree, but he co-opted the trust tree to talk about college football like there's a season that's actually going to happen. It should, let's all enter the trust tree right now as we as we talk about as we talk about college football as if there's going to be a season. Um, Carolina's new opponents at home are going to be State, Notre Dame, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and Wake Forest. On the road, going to Boston College, to Duke, to Florida State, Miami, and Virginia. We do not have Clemson on the schedule, which is a good thing. We now
2: have Notre Dame on the schedule, which is a
0: eh thing.
2: At least consider considered a trade with Auburn, but then we get it at home. So I think that still kind of makes it a wash, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I would Notre say a better Dame. team at the moment than Auburn, perhaps but bringing it to our home stadium.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I listen, I have been doing, <laughs> I've been writing on the low, like a uh, power ranking tiers of the, um, of the ACC. And I didn't even include Notre Dame. So they have not been in any of my research so far, but Notre Dame in all like effectively a full member of the ACC for this season. Um. Maverick, he kind of made a face. What, what do you feel about <laughs> about Notre Dame joining us for at least this season?
2: To so those,
1: first, listening, Maverick just made a face.
2: Yeah, first <laughs> for selfish purposes, I was feeling pretty good about the season until they got lumped in. <laughs> just because I feel like it was really just a race between us and Virginia Tech, but now they've dissolved basically um, the two separate kind of subdivisions of the or the Coastal Atlantic divisions of the ACC. Uh, So it basically makes it just the two best teams. And so, I mean, just Notre Dame is a very good team, but I think it at least makes up for the fact that we get to play them because I feel like that's going to be our real shot, especially for national media attention. If we're really going to start to be a good team, that's going to be the game to be like, okay, we're here now. So North Carolina is starting to head up to the top of the ACC rankings for the foreseeable future. And if there was a team to kind of make that kind of a statement with, uh, they'll be playing a team like Notre Dame. I also a know hashtag statement and uh, <laughs> going in, in line with that. Uh, there is also a team in Raleigh now that cannot blame their woes off of being in a non-Atlantic division matchup.
1: <laughs> I thought Listen, Welcome to the coastal state.
0: <laughs> I, I want to talk about that. I swear. I want to talk about that. Um, but first I want to say, I think that, if this is our arrangement with Notre Dame to get them to be a full member, I am fine with that. If I am more than happy to welcome Notre Dame in with open arms if they're willing to share that NBC money, because that's part of the deal that's happening. All of their home games are still going to be shown on NBC, but the, every ACC school gets a share of that revenue. Uh, that TV deal goes through 2025 Five. 26 and uh, it, listen if they want to share that NBC money cool ACC still has like first gotcha rights on Notre Dame until the mid 2030s like until we are in our like late 30s and 40s um, Notre Dame is probably going to join the ACC at some point and if that's the deal I'm fine with that um, yeah. David what do you think because right now Aaron is having a full dinner <laughs> <laughs> <Dog's
1: gotta eat. laughs> so i this is where I, my ignorance kind of showed at least my ignorance with college football kind of shines through because i just kind of knew that notre dame wasn't in any conference and then just kind of like was like oh okay well cool <laughs> and then left it at that <laughs> i never actually knew why and like i know they get lumped up like i knew that they were a part of the acc in basketball but not in football. So I never actually figured out why. Uh, so that's kind of where my sports knowledge, that's a weak spot in my sports knowledge. So I don't have any strong feelings to answer your question.
0: Yeah. I forget that sometimes the year you're not born bred hashtag Oh, <laughs> no, I'm
1: not. No, <laughs> I started watching college sports my freshman year of college.
0: <laughs> Aaron, what do you think? Just go ahead and smile. It's fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I. Maybe it's because I grew up a Big Ten boy, but I have always seen Notre Dame as more of a Big Ten school than an ACC school. I feel like they fit in more culturally and geographically with the Big Ten than they do with the ACC. As for this season, I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, I feel like it makes sense because otherwise, they wouldn't be allowed to, i don't know i've always thought that if they joined a conference that they would like obviously they will join the acc if they join a conference but i feel like in an optimal situation they would be in the big ten
2: now one thing to consider especially if they do go ahead and join uh, sometime in the coming years one thing i, I mean i'd be totally fine with because i don't think they have any business being in the coastal division because they are nowhere near the coast. So let's let's take uh, trade them for state. Let them go to the Atlantic Division. Let state we go in the coastal.
3: Well, yeah. I think Wait, that the Atlantic like, and coastal monikers are just kind of dumb, to be honest. Like, I feel like it would make more sense to do North and South, perhaps. Because yeah, it's more, it's like, it, it um, makes travel a lot easier if you have it geographic as opposed to arbitrary.
2: Yeah, like I said, the idea of of like no divisions at all that that does bother me. It's at least like at this point. like when the point. Big
0: Ten had, like, the legends and the leaders or whatever mm-hmm. BS they had. Yeah, it was legends and
3: leaders for a couple of years before the East and West. I think, but, like, the issue is that when Notre Dame joins, that's, what, 15 or 17? 15. Yeah, so, like, you're going to have conference. eight and seven. I don't think you can do that with divisions. Like, I think that you need to even it out unless you have three divisions and a three-team tournament for the ACC championship.
2: That just sounds around Robin. (laughs) Not good. We get a play in. There's a plan. So how would y'all feel about in the future?
0: And I swear I am going to come back to, to state um, gain their coastal dream. Um, But how do y'all feel about the ACC in the future going to a nine game right now? It's an eight game conference season, eight games conference four games, non-conference going to like, a nine and three or a, a 10 conference to non-conference type schedule. Cause I feel like then I would be comfortable with getting rid of divisions because I think there's a large enough sample size to say most wins in the
2: ACC goes to the championship game. Mm-hmm. I think I really hinge it on like what our team success is really going to be. So in my eyes, it still kind of remains to be seen, and it really takes taking this year into account. If we really do start kind of living up to the hype and really start becoming an elite program, I definitely would feel more comfortable with it just because I know we could be able to be to our top. But I do feel like it definitely would create that kind of treadmill of mediocrity if you do dissolve it for all of those middle of the pack kind of teams because it's going to be the same – maybe three, four teams virtually every year, because even if one of those teams has a good season, there's, there's several kind of constants. That's always going to keep them kind of keep anyone from changing the kind of landscape, at least in the the top tier of teams competing for a championship.
3: That's true. But I feel like, is that not the same problem that we have right now?
2: Uh, now no, because coastal. Year. Yeah. Because <laughs> every team the coastal, has won the coastal title in the last seven years. That's true. But wheel. in the,
3: in the Atlantic, it's, Clemson. Yeah, I about mean,
0: a mile of difference. The and then thing everyone is, else. There's Clemson and then literally everyone else is the coastal. Like every other team is has coastal vibes. I think that I mean I like I like the coastal. I think the coastal is fun. I like playing against these teams. Um I think there have been some like many rivalries formed, because like I feel like Carolina fans didn't feel like any specific kind of way about Virginia Tech until the Coastal came around, and now we just really can't
2: stand <laughs> the Virginia Tech,
0: and that's fun.
2: Yeah, I would like to keep the divisions if at all possible. So let's talk about speaking of the divisions.
0: Our as Maps said, our, our friends in Raleigh have have gotten their their Coastal dream. They, um, not listen, hashtag not all state fans, but (laughs) there have been some vocal state fans who feel like the coastal is much easier than the Atlantic. And if they were in the coastal, they would have a couple more, at least visits to the ACC championship game. And me personally, I feel like that is a fundamental misunderstanding of the Coastal. One, I think that the Coastal is actually better than people give it credit for. I think that sometimes it is that all of these teams are bad. Sometimes it is most of these teams are pretty good and they beat up on each other up until the the time for the ACC championship game. But I really... It's entertaining to me that they... Think that their their solution to getting out of sports purgatory is going to the coastal.
1: That is
3: sports purgatory, and I also think <laughs> yeah, the coastal is sports purgatory. I also, <laughs> I also think I think that the yes, the top of the Atlantic is obviously better because you've got Clemson and then you've got Florida State, who's traditionally very good. But the bottom of the coast or of the Atlantic is awful, bad. Boston <laughs> College. Syracuse Wake Forest traditionally traditionally garbage teams and yes Wake Forest has been good recently but Florida State has taken their place on the garbage tier (laughs) like the the variance in team quality in the Atlantic is much much bigger than the variance in the coastal because the coastal you have Virginia Tech Georgia Tech Miami Carolina Virginia, who are, well, Virginia maybe is on the tier below, but those like the other four teams are traditionally like all Virginia tech is probably traditionally a tier above in Miami, but it's all like, yeah, we don't have anyone as good as Clemson or as Florida
0: state year in, year out. And also you get hit the season ruiner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes.
0: But Pitt's only job is to ruin <laughs> whatever good season you're having. So I, I am going to watch with bated breath uh to see what see what um state has this year.
2: Who would you like our non conference opponent to be? Be all, I'm asking for all the group.
0: Isn't it aren't the
1: options um UCF, UConn and JMU? Wasn't that it?
0: Um so we can play anybody as long as it's in the state of North Carolina.
1: Oh, oh, oh okay.
0: I mean, okay. If we're in the trust tree, I would like to see us play like central. I think that would be fun. I
2: would like a rematch with A and T maybe, or a rematch
0: with A and maybe ECU I'm-
2: or um. Oh wait, let me not mess this up. Maybe is it Coastal now that has the team? Not Wilmington. It's Coastal. Coastal is
3: in South Carolina, right?
2: But well, we could probably get. Them oh, we
3: could have them here. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Sorry.
0: I'd love to put a beat down on ECU. Like I, I would, I would cherish the opportunity <laughs> just to beat down ECU. I would really enjoy that. Yeah.
2: That'd be really, that'd be really nice. I think though, I, I forgot who was talking about. I think there might be somewhat of an issue if it is group of five teams, just because of all the budget issues where if we do do a group five team, we'd probably have to go to their place just to limit their costs. And I'm sure not, we're not trying to dole out too much. So, I don't know if they're going to try to do more of a power five North Carolina opponent, but I mean, that could, that could very well. I mean, Charlotte,
0: Carolina has never played Charlotte. I mean,
2: I, I played, Charlotte, yeah, I played that's game. another one too. UNC oh, yeah.
0: Charlotte.
1: Yeah. That would be a really good uh, local pool in state pool.
0: My
2: dad would be very happy if we played Charlotte. Yeah. I got, I was confused about that though. I didn't know if you could basically only schedule that with the teams that you're currently scheduled for. Cause that's, that was kind of how I initially interpreted it, but Um, It seems like they can virtually get anyone that their own governing body allows it because that's what takes Auburn off the table now.
0: Anything else with the ACC or shall we move on?
2: Hopefully I can get my single game tickets now.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Football season tickets. Yeah, they aren't a thing anymore. Um, I am, I mean, yeah, we've decided that we're going to roll ours over to next season.
2: That's what I, mm-hmm. I'm deciding to do. Yeah, that's what I would do.
0: Aaron. Mm. Let's do a baseball corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's fun when it's burning down. Um <laughs> How uh, how much longer are we gonna have a baseball season?
3: You know, I thought it was gonna be canceled like Wednesday and it still hasn't been canceled, so heck if I know.
0: I mean uh, I think the Cardinals had five more four or five more cases today. Yeah, I just We are don't, now I'm out like, of the trust tree.
3: <laughs> what are they what baseball, do they expect yeah. to happen? Like number one, what do they expect to happen? Like with people getting sick, like, do they think it's not going to spread throughout the whole league? And number two, or at least the club. Like, yeah, that's what we saw at the Marlins like, 14 people got it.
0: And number 18, two, it went up.
3: <laughs> my point proven. And number two, from <laughs> a competitive standpoint, what are you going to do when a team has to cancel five games out of 60? Yeah. Like, like competitively, like, what do you do with that? Yeah.
0: i wonder if the playoffs will have like minimum you need like a minimum amount of games played that's the equivalent of missing there
3: that's the equivalent of missing 13 games in a 162 season 162 game season that's a ton
0: it's a bunch i um i just i they need to just just shut it down Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't see how this ends well
2: like i said especially like for people still very cautious about things to have somewhat of a trust tree to have some type of environment to play sports i don't know if you could have done it any better than the nba has handled it
0: yeah yeah for sure but
2: that makes zero cases for two consecutive full bubble tests
0: Despite going to Magic look-
2: City, despite people getting called into the bubble, <laughs> despite Lemon getting Pepper takeout, <laughs> <laughs> they still got no cases. Lemon Listen, Lou.
0: y'all, about to leave Lou Williams alone, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that this makes me look at the NFL, and I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, it's, it it's incomprehensible that they're just inconceivable trying <laughs> to like plug along, like nothing's wrong. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Like the, the NBA works well because they're committed to this bubble and there's no, like, it's very strict, like where the players are. They got those like monitors on at all times to monitor for symptoms. Like it's like serious. Like nobody is allowed in without super vetting. So to think that the NFL is going to try and and just pretend like business as usual like the MLB kind of is like I can already imagine like people I mean there's already people opting out uh, obviously you know that's been happening too like Patriots have like 8 9 players that have opted out through the season already so and it's like I I don't blame them because if this is what the if the NFL is going to pretend like this is just going to happen and no and it's going to be fine like they're they're not, it's not going to happen
0: Yeah, this is low key a good seat. Like I've been complaining about the Panthers not being bad enough to get a good draft pick, but honestly, this is the this is the year to have a mediocre team because who knows what the draft is going to look like?
1: Just like how how are you
0: going to be able to evaluate talent?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, for real, yeah.
0: Like, the um, the Seahawks traded away all their picks for the next two years to get Jamal Adams, and I'm like, I mean, do you want any part in the first round of next year's draft? Because I don't.
2: Other than getting Trevor Lawrence, but other than that, you're yeah. it is pretty much a toss-up. It's
0: Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and a big old shrug. So, I don't know. So, let's... I mean, I guess we can go to the NBA now. NBA's back. Oh yeah. All the way back and the Pelicans are just destroying all sense of hype every time they
2: walk <laughs> onto the
0: floor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, New Orleans.
0: Right? Like you are you're beyond useless. Beyond useless. Like you're going you play Zion for 5 minutes a game. It's just all and they got whacked by the Clippers. They got whacked by the Clippers. They didn't put Zion in during um crunch time the last game. It's like, what are y'all doing? Like you're pretty you are in effect in the playoffs right now. And you have your best player on a pitch count.
1: Yeah, I thought this was what they were resting him for in the first place. And they're just like, No, we're gonna we're
0: just gonna keep resting him. So whatever, I'll just keep on on the John Morant hype train <laughs> and ride that <laughs> through the playoffs.
2: Mav, how how you feel about your boys? We, uh, on the plus side, we scored 149 points in our first game back and 85 points at the half. Bad news is we still lost the game.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we still have the we still have the league's number one offense, but that defense always on the
1: bright side of life
2: (laughs) that game against the rockets was literally the carolina duke game we go to the free throw line with the potential to ice the game with two free throws miss the first or yes and make the second the other team comes down gets fouled makes the first free throw misses the second a lucky bounce allows them to get it tipped back in and then goes to overtime, and then the Rockets run away with it. And they're small ball. We have Kristaps Porzingis and Boban that can literally catch balls over PJ Tucker and just put them in the basket. You in we deep- did not take advantage of the <laughs> severe mismatch and just sheer size difference that we had against the Rockets. And I, I'll, I'll say it: I don't. They're good players, but I just I, I do not like Harden or Westbrook. I like Westbrook. I probably like Westbrook less than I like Harden. Harden's what? at least wow. really Yes, because Harden is because Harden's game is just literally unmatched. Westbrook is just absolutely reckless and I just don't like it.
1: <laughs> I thought <laughs> you were, I thought you would not like Harden because of all the fouls that he, he drew.
2: Sure, but that's just play better defense. And the and the problem is you can't because he's just that Skilled, and he just has that much mastery of the NBA rules to do that, the Euro step and to draw fouls. If, when you're getting put on the foul line, you're no, if you're number one in free throw sh- shots attempted for the last 10 years, it means people can't guard you. They literally cannot guard you. Whereas Westbrook is just this very reckless boy that just He's flies in and just, yeah. and gets really hot and like mad and very animated about things like, <laughs> That's no. how like. I, re- I respect Harden a lot more than I li- than I like Westbrook. But like, this, uh, this is a fun game, David.
0: Who is the NBA player that for no good reason you cannot stand? Because mm-hmm. I have one.
3: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, let me think about that one. Let me, let me. Aaron, do you have one? I'm trying to think about it. Historically, you... it was Joe Kim Noah, but I feel
2: like I have reason I to really... hate him. <laughs> no. That's That's if a... we're historically speaking, Mr. Dwayne Wade. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, you for have me, a reason for that, though. For me, like, there's no reason. I can't stand Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, like, oh I... God. I, It's like that dude, um, that skater, he was like... <laughs> his hat, whack. His foot stance, whack. <laughs> the way he doesn't even like to smile, whack. <laughs> I can't stand Marcus Smart. And I... D- it doesn't help that he's but, on the Celtics, but I've just, I've never liked him. But what about like,
2: not, not, no disrespect to Mario's part, but like, what about like a, a, among like, do you have one among like the S tier, the MVP caliber players or?
1: Oh, I know who it is. It's Kelly Olinick for me. <laughs> uh, that, I, that's I, number two. <laughs> Kelly Olinick is <laughs> number, <laughs> two number for one me. on my list. I, I just I, it and I'm like, annoy the sh-.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I I hate him too, but I also feel like I have reason to hate him because he ripped Kevin Love's arm off of his body.
2: That yeah. is all <laughs> know, know, my, my opinion, mine's top, probably Westbrook. To be honest,
1: J- Draymond Green is up there is like probably either like tied for like one A one B. Like Draymond Green, I just find insufferable. I don't I mean, know. He doesn't I hate,
0: know how to keep his feet to himself.
1: I hate Draymond as a player, but I respect him as a person. That's fair. I'm not saying I hate these people as like people. Well except yeah. Kelly. Except Kelly Olene. But <laughs> but you know, I'm sure he's nice.
3: Maybe. On the S tier, I would say probably uh Curry or uh Clay. But again, but I feel like I have reason Clay, to hate yeah, them. Yeah, it's
0: like you have reason for both of those.
3: Clay Clay
1: just bothers me because ever since Somebody tweeted out that he looks like the PBS logo. <laughs> I <can't see> it. <laughs> Somebody also said that every night when Clay Thompson gets home, he hangs up his goatee to dry. <laughs> uh, thank you, Dragonfly
3: Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he looks exactly like the great. PBS logo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Lakers Clippers was fun until I fell asleep because it
2: was work night. <laughs> virtually every game other than the Pelicans Clippers, in my opinion, uh, was fun so far. Even our game as much as frustrating and as I've said, it made me, it was still a very fun game. When you, when two schemes score almost 150 points and almost over 300 points combined, that's still some fu- at least fun basketball to watch.
1: Today, the games haven't been as good, but yeah, yeah. those, these last couple of days have been really good. And it just helps that it, there had been that hiatus and to have, I think it was three good games in a row because it was like uh, t- 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 who else played? It was Lakers, Clippers. Um, who else played that night? Crap! Someone, someone played the early game. It was like Jazz,
0: Jazz. Uh, ah, crap! It was it the Pel- It was the Pelicans.
1: The jazz and Pelicans. There we go.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It came out down to the last possession.
0: So yeah, it was great. Love it.
2: Right now, who's your finals pick? Ooh,
0: I mean it's basic, but Lakers, um, Bucks. I just, I feel like yeah. in a in a closed environment, I think talent beats out the rest of the the stuff, and I can I think it's going to be Lakers Bucks.
2: I would agree with you. I think it's just the storybook ending too, where Lakers win. You can dedicate it to Kobe, and I think it makes a really good feel-good moment. And there, there are just so many players on that team right now. I mean, I think the Clippers do have a shot. Dallas, I'm I'm not even going to blow smoke up Dallas. We're just too young at this point. We have a lot to learn from, uh, especially because of our Tom We're going to catch the Clippers in the first round and probably get swept in the first round. Uh, probably, I would imagine, be a Clippers Lakers Western Conference Finals. But I probably have the Lakers right now. I probably have the Bucks coming out of the East.
1: I will be the interesting one and say that I think Toronto will come out of the east. Oh. Okay. Just because like I and I love Giannis. I love sorry, I love Giannis, but I think in my brain, my brain is convincing me that the Toronto Raptors are a great team that nobody's paying attention to because Kawhi left. Like they have a better record at this point this point i know with the whole hiatus thing than they did last year their defense is just as good pascal siakam is at least in at least number two in most improved player and he was already good last year kyle lowry's playing really well now that's the other thing is that kyle lowry playoff kyle lowry is still playoff kyle lowry like even though he won a championship like it's a, it wasn't exactly the the cleanest thing last year either but i think I'm not I'm not sold on the 76ers. I'm not, I'm really not. Um uh, I, I think it's either gonna be the Bucks or the or the Raptors and I'm just my gut my gut says Raptors. But I it's not like I'm gonna be surprised if the Bucks make it through. But I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna say Raptors and I'll say Lakers uh because that's what my heart wants. Even though I think the Clippers are a better team right now, but I still don't think Braun has knocked off all the rust. I think Dion waiters can do a lot of good things for the Lakers. Surprisingly, um, waiters Island
0: and I, waiters actually, Island.
1: I I'm actually, I'm going to maybe, I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb and say that the Clippers get eliminated before the Western conference finals. Hmm. Cause I, I'm really convinced that there are a lot of great teams in the West that can give them a run for their money.
0: January, and what do you think?
1: Wants, nobody wants to play the thunder and nobody wants to play the rockets. <laughs>
3: Full disclosure, I have not watched any of basketball since it's come back. Um, I think that my investment is like limited to an extent because the Cavs aren't in it.
1: Bro, I like the Hornets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair point. (laughs) I'm telling y'all the Brotherhood without banners is much better. (laughs) My motivation
3: to an extent is limited. Is that better? Sure. That's the first Game of Thrones reference that I've heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I think it's going to be the Bucks and the Lakers with the Lakers winning.
0: Yeah. I will say the East has some sneaky good teams. Like I think that the Sixers not having to play any away games and with no one watching them might actually, like with no one in the arena watching them, might actually <laughs> step up and be not disappointing as they've been this year. Uh, the heat are super fun to watch. So I think they might be interesting. Uh, Denver's going to be useless again, I think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, think, I think the Jazz are going to be useless too.
2: That's why I want Dallas to get the sixth seed, because I trust us much more, even against Jokic and now Bol than against the Clippers. <laughs> Bol
0: I feel like, um, I don't know. Denver, I feel like it's going to be the new Raptors where it's like, why are you here? <laughs> You're good every year and you don't do anything with it. Go away. <laughs> I, I just, the Heat are the only team with an answer for Giannis. And I am not sure if they, if they can get to where they're playing the Bucks. maybe they can give the Bucks some issues but I'm not sure if they'll get to that point. All right. Is that all for sports? Is there anything else? I think that's everything we wrote down. That's all she wrote. Uh, David. Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima.
1: Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, I was pronouncing it wrong. Tsushima. It is a game uh, set in the edo period of japan i probably got that wrong but either way it's feudal japan um the mongols are invading the island of tsushima which is a real place which i'm happy to relay that information it's i think it's cool um historical fiction um kind of the sixth
0: largest island of, of um japan
1: so it's kind of like that. And it's made by Ubisoft, but it's made by Sucker Punch specifically, who made the Sly Cooper games, uh, which were some of my personal favorites on PS2. Um, it's a samurai kind of game uh, for obvious reasons once you play the game, but it's uh, open world, lots of uh, like combat nuance that I'm really happy with, like changing your stances depending on who you're fighting i always feel like have
0: you opened up all the stances
1: i have i have uh, it's the like stone water spear one i can wind and moon
0: yes and once you open them all up the game gets so much easier like it's ridiculous how much easier the game gets once you open up
1: i don't have to sidestep swipe sidestep swipe for those big boys but um you also it's so it's really so the 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 background behind it is that the Mongols are invading. Um, I can't remember the it's uh, Genghis Khan's grandson.
0: Um, one, of Khans.
1: one of the cons. One of the cons is not Ku- it's like
0: Kublai Khan's nephews, like
1: as oh, his cousin. It's his cousin.
0: his cousin. yeah. I
1: forget his name, but um, he looks awesome. But basically, it's the samurai of Tsushima versus the Mongols to start off the game, the, you know, and um, you go through this whole thing and it's not really a spoiler, but, you know, to set up the whole game, you lose, you know, they lose and the and you survive the encounter and you're basically building up this legend of yourself to, to, to save the island of Tsushima while at the same time, you know, like there's a very strict code of honor that the samurai follow, and it really hammers.
0: Ooh, I threw that away. <laughs> I threw I know, away right, that code yeah. of honor. <laughs> so, this
1: is, this is code of honor, and the the game really does a good job of like hammering home like you are becoming something different, and probably mm-hmm. going to be hated for it. To save your country, like being consumed by the things that everyone else hates to save your country you know it's like and save your people and i think it's a very beautifully done narrative and I, I'm, I'm only in act one because it's so i haven't even talked about the open world like i think it's freaking beautiful it's one of the most beautiful games i played um but man it, it's it's i really and it, it has the stealth portion to it where you know you get to do stabby stabs um so yeah so colby what, what's your uh, experience so far
0: now that i'm learning how to play like i i feel like i fully learned how to do Ghost of tsushima tsushima it's a lot more enjoyable for me i honestly i went through act one and i was like i just want to play the campaign i don't care about any of these side missions and then something clicked i don't know what after act one and now i want to do every side mission <laughs> like i like i'm not i don't even care about the other stuff i just want to do side missions um my favorite ones are the ones with the archer, the archer samurai.
1: Uh, Ishikawa, I think is his name.
0: And um, I think he really drives home the point of what it takes to be a samurai in the time of war. It's really, it's a really interesting take on a culture that we don't hear much about because a lot of American culture is based on Western history and we don't learn much about feudal japan um so getting a look into that culture however accurate it might be i am sure it is full of inaccuracies but it's fun i am i'm enjoying it a lot
2: it's like the assassin's creed school of accuracy yeah i've heard i said it off air but i've heard someone say that this game's probably what how assassin's creed should be
0: yeah if this was assassin's creed i would play more assassins creed <laughs> yeah
1: to to like switch stances and just like cut and i'm playing on hard mode and i still think it's like a really balanced really balanced game um and it like the combat's cool the ai is a little stupid when it comes to stealth but it's okay because i can forgive it because it's so it looks amazing and it plays really well and it makes you feel like a like a badass when you're getting there and it's it's just it's a lot i have so the other part of this game is that like obviously with the main story like you're you're chugging along you're you're freeing up the island of sushima but like all of these little mechanics of the game that make it so immersive i don't think i can play a game open world with a hud anymore because this game, the way that it does it is that it doesn't have an on-screen heads-up display. The way that it does it is that when you have, when you're playing with the PS4 controller, um, you can swipe up on the touchpad and it'll blow the wind in the direction that you're supposed to be going to your next mission. And then it's so like around, even if you don't do that, you can see like the pollen coming off of the of the flowers that are flowing. Your cape flows in this in that same direction. Um, so there's nothing really on screen. Like your health, your resolve, like all of that stuff, only happens in combat. So that's how you get directed towards main missions. The way you get. I still miss my mini map. I know. Come on. I love love a mini map. And then the way you get uh, led to side missions is um, like you'll have a like there will be a bird that like flies over your head and like leads you towards in points of interest. On the map um and then there's also foxes that will lead you to fox shrines that will you
0: can uh, pet them you can pet them and
1: they hop around like they're so happy um and they're so they're like like i don't know about you colby but like i freaking love writing haikus you can write freaking haikus in this game (laughs) and i love it it's so relaxing
0: (laughs) i actually haven't done it yet i I hit my first point haiku point, and i haven't.
1: haven't written any haikus
0: well i haven't been like exploring exploring i've just been exploring where the wherever my missions are Uh, okay and my my still because i'm still i don't love love open world games so i still fast travel a lot yeah yeah. um but yeah i hit my first iq point and i was like i'll do it later
1: (laughs) it's so fun it's so cool i love it and then when you do it you get a headband you get a new headband
0: Hey. also my dude wears a mask at all times dude, the drip um he keeps the drip his nose the mouth and mouth covered
1: the drip, i play i use the ronin attire that's like the all black and then i have the straw hat that like comes down past your face and it has the slit dude it's there's so much drip in this game it's so nice
0: i i have the blood splattered um like scarf that covers his face nice. <laughs> it's so i love nice. it so, all right aaron
1: Side yes. note, before we move on from that, I the side note for UNC people, I cannot every time he says his name, Sakai, I, his I name P- is in Sakai, like Sakai, like <laughs> the website that we <laughs> use to, to do all of our crap.
0: Um, Big Brother All Stars, All Stars 2, I guess. Yes, if it is not
3: Keisha Fest 2020, I riot. Is Keisha confirmed? I don't know. That's why I'm saying if she's not if it is not Keisha Fest, I will be writing.
0: So for those of you who are unaware, so half of this podcast, um, Big Brothers Big Brother All Stars is coming on August 5th this Wednesday. Wednesday like live cast reveal ago, two days from now. Um the live cast reveal was supposed to be last Wednesday, but then something happened. So Nicole there's... happened. Okay, you know I don't even
3: know this. what happened with that. I, I have no clue.
0: Didn't I Nic- just know. Apparently, drop.:
3: I don't know. Apparently, she started drama. People have dropped. Paul's not playing.
0: Yeah, good. Which, okay. like, I know he has like a legit reason not to play, and like good for him for supporting his family. But I did not want him in this season.
3: I don't know. I think it would have been interesting to see him play again. Memphis might be playing now.
0: Ooh. I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> blah about that. <laughs> Ooh, I want to see Memphis without Dan. You
3: know what I want to see. The cast of Big Brother 10.
0: That's it. I would. That would be. It would be really fun.
3: I just want another summer of Renny Martin on my screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's your Rennie. real.
3: She's your realtor, Ladder and Bloom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this means nothing for so much, so many people oh in this audience. God. But I am very excited. People need Brother to educate
3: themselves on my queen, Renny Martin. <laughs> I would die for Renny Martin.
0: Britney's my queen. Brittany's forever my queen.
3: I really hope that the rumors are true that we're going to see both Danny. Well, but Danielle Reyes says she's not playing. I would have oh, loved really to see her. Yeah.
0: I would um, also like to see her.
3: But we're going to get. Hope, it seems like we're going to get to see Janie and Danny Donato. I'm really excited to see both of them play.
0: So let's move away from things that people other than me and Aaron care about. Mav.
2: Last chance, you. Oh yeah, the final season before we pivot to basketball. That uh, last chance, you. We're following Laney Community College, that's in Oakland, California. The town. The town. Not to be confused with the city. And so, not to be confused with the city. It's definitely a different kind of feel than the others too. And we start out with EMCC. And then you go to Independence and Kansas. And now we're out to Oakland, California. So it's definitely different regions. This one probably features my favorite coach of all three of them, between Buddy, uh, Coach Jason, and then now Coach John Beam. Uh, Just a really overall great guy. 40-year coach. has Stayed in the Oakland area for virtually his entire career. Was in high school and then transitioned uh, to the community college scene. And has helped a lot of players get into the NFL and get in college in general. Uh, so, it's definitely a definitely fun year. A lot of uh, still new characters and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like that this coach is actually a good person. I'm tired of hating these these dudes who are, like, abusive to the players. Like, it's old. I don't like it. Uh, I mean, like, this seems to, like, cusses out his players, but it's just like any other coach but, who cusses out their players. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: will then immediately come and, like, encourage them. Rather than yeah. just keep it negative all the time, like I, don't, I can't spoil. I don't want to spoil anything for the audience or anything. But like I said, even in the moments, even when things get tough and stuff, like he'll he might get upset, but then he'll almost immediately go over like the next like the next scene and be like, "Hey, we're we're still in this. Let's go. Let's keep fighting." Like who
0: amongst us has not been cussed out by a coach before? I haven't, just because I haven't. <laughs>
2: I have, I've, I've played, I have. I've played community league ball where it wasn't that serious. No, it didn't stop my coaches. <laughs> like I said, I've, I've never played, I never played football in an organized manner either where I think that's definitely more than like basketball would be.
3: Mm-hmm. My dad was always my coach growing up. So I don't think he ever cussed me out, but I feel like when your dad criticizes you when he's coaching, you, it cuts a little deeper.
0: I mean, my dad had choice words for me when he was part of our, our coaching <laughs> staff. <podcast. laughs> my mom was not happy about it. <laughs> um, Aaron, you've been playing Paper Mario. Yes. Uh, Paper Mario The Origami
3: King came out two weeks ago. I've been playing it. It is very different. Uh, the Paper Mario games are traditionally RPGs. And this is still like an RPG feel. It's stor- very story-driven, but it's more of a puzzle game than, some- than like progression-based, which is an interesting change. But I really, really like the art style. I think the humor is very good. I do like the puzzles so far. Um, so I would recommend it to y'all with Switches.
0: I don't have a Switch. I don't know if I'm going to... Because, okay, I'm, right now I'm saving my money for... Other things and also uh, PS5.
2: So, I don't know if I'll ever go Switch. Same. I had my fun with my Game Boy SPs and DSs and such. I don't know if I'll go back to it.
1: Nintendo's fun still. I like it. It is. I
2: like I said, right now, it goes to Tsushima is probably one of the main things that's making me want a PS5. Or a P- uh, some type of a PlayStation again. I
1: think it'll, I think it'll get ported to the PS5. The
2: think, more this summer
0: goes like- on, the more this summer goes on, the more I'm like, I'm going to play this Marvel game, aren't I? I'm going to play this Avengers game. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. And, like, you're not going to. David, come on. No, it looks trash. No.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> it does look like trash, but oh. I, I want it. But like I said, the game landscape otherwise is pretty dry, at least at the moment in in Xbox land. (laughs) That is, Uh, I'm still playing the same game. I that's now 16 months old, and I I went ahead and bought like L.A. Noir remastered just so I could play something. So I could
1: feel something.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I know that like um,
0: exclusives are like bad, but also. I'm I'm really enjoying having a PlayStation 4 right now. All right, shall we do questions? We shall. I'm just scrolling through the too so long. It's been I'm scrolling so long. through 2020 and video games right now, seeing if there's anything interesting coming out. And I don't think there is. Oh, but there's a Crash Bandicoot 4 in October. That's fun. I didn't hear about that. All right, let me get to tweet deck so I can get these questions. Okay. How many of y'all read um, Percy Jackson? I did. All right, cool. Awesome. We can ask this question because um, oh. I was going to ask it anyway and answer it myself. But from Michael Co at Michael Co 1995 who's your godly parent and a riot in verse? I, I feel like... We- we're all musicians, so I feel like Apollo's the easy
1: <laughs> You know, it's really funny because I distinctly remember. It's been so long since I've read one of those books. But I distinctly remember them talking about how disgusting Apollo's kids were at playing basketball.
0: Oh, they were all sharpshooters, like, Yeah. <laughs> like sniping it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. reading the trials of Apollo right now.
1: So that's interesting. So I think it would be cool. I always found the like the 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 like the thing that Athena has, like not Athena, Artemis. Like her like huntresses was really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, but but I was, they don't think that you're cool. They won't think
1: I'm, i think They're cool. I'll i simp for the huntresses of Artemis, but. Um, I don't know, that'd be cool. I feel like I vibe with Nico a lot. So I feel like I don't know. I could feel him like I
0: feel the Hades. Those sad boys vibes.
1: I could feel the sad boy vibes for Hades. But uh boy. <laughs> but uh no, I think Apollo would be a
0: good one. I mean his sister isn't that much of a sad girl. Hazel's chill. True. True. Um I think I I mean, I'm the one with like 17,000 podcasts trying to entertain everybody all the time. So I don't think that Dionysus is a stretch for me. <laughs> do you like wine, sir? Look, do you want a discount code for, for the <laughs> wine description a, that we have? That was a, that was a layup for you. <laughs> Um, last night we had a Zinfandel that was very alcoholic. The legs were very long on that wine, but it was good. It was fruity. It was a very grapey wine. So if y'all want any wine recommendations, hit me up. I got you.
1: Quick NBA update, by the way. Pacers just beat the Sixers 127-121. TJ Warren had 53 points.
0: Yeah, he was going off like all game.
1: Nine for 12 from three and also the Pacers just clinched the tiebreaker over the Sixers for a higher seating. So big implications.
3: Anyway, sorry. I don't uh, really know who I would be. I've gone back and forth on it a lot.
0: I also have, oh, I mean, at fr- when I was a kid, I was like, I'm also a child of Poseidon. And I'm like, now I'm okay. like, no, there's no way I am.
1: Who, who's the most low key. Of the, of the, of the, of the, who's the most low key?
3: I don't know. I've been thinking, I don't know how to say his name. The, the, the fire guy. Ares? No, the workshop man. Oh, um, Ephesus? Yeah, the however the you say his name. Yeah. Justice. I feel like I could be one of his boys, but I don't know. You give with your think, hand, boy. <laughs> I feel like I could fit in to a lot of different households.
0: And then it's like, well, am I actually like um like a Latin boy instead of a Greek boy? Like which one? Which camp would I go to? I mm-hmm. feel like are I would you, not like Camp Jupiter at all. I feel like order I would destroy that? Camp Jupiter. Are you order or chaos? <laughs> I am like I am I am chaotic good. That is my my uh, Colby's alignment is chaotic good. I feel like I, that would be a half blood. <laughs>
3: I also don't know if I'm chaotic or lawful because I feel like on an alignment chart, I feel like I go in the, I'm between the three and the top left. So like I go between neutral, good lawful, good and uh, lawful neutral.
0: Yeah. I'm like the other way. (laughs) I'm I'm the, I'm the, um, I'm the three on the top left with um. You mean the top, right? I'm on the chaotic side. Yeah, that's the right side. Yeah, I don't know which house I would fit into. 17,000 questions. Also, shouts to um, Rick Riordan, who's just lapping J.K. Rowling right now. Um, we love to see it as um, as um, Heroes of Olympus
2: kids. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm ready when the show gets out. Oh, you, I'm so ready. The, the movie was just so underwhelming.
3: Listen. Matt. who do you think your godly parent would be?
2: I, I like Apollo, too. I think it would be a good one. You can't go wrong. Carla has never read the books, but she has seen the movie, and she
0: f- said she thought the movie was fine having not read the books. And that might be the case, but I really love those books, and I can't watch yeah. that movie. There so. was a
2: lack of reference to Kronos that I just didn't appreciate. There is. like Luke. Luke says that he's working for somebody but he doesn't say it. I'm like, just say it. So,
1: so, like there's so much potential in that series. Like it, there's no reason that it shouldn't have been huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge. It should have been at like approaching Harry Potter levels, like past hunger games. Like it
3: should have passed hunger games level. Maybe right before Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, I have another content to talk about. I read the new hunger games book.
0: Oh, really? Oh, wow. the okay. song, uh, A whatever. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. How was and it?
3: A Song of and Fire. I really liked it. I thought that it was a very... It was a well-told story, and it really made me sympathize with Snow in ways that I did not expect myself to. I will say the ending, I felt like I got punched in the face, but the epilogue... In a good way or a bad way? A bad way. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the stupidest thing ever." The epilogue fixed, like I would say, probably seventy percent of the issues that I had with the ending. But I feel like the ep- that's not what the epilogue is supposed to do. The ending ruined probably the second half of the book for me, and the epilogue fixed it. But I'm, uh, I, I I I wholeheartedly recommend it. Just no going in that the ending sucks. It's kind of like Voltron.
0: I got that with the last of my audible credits before I canceled audible um, F Jeff Bezos gang gang. Um, So it's like on my to listen list. It's just I haven't gotten there yet. Let me know what you think about it. It'll be months before I tell you, but (laughs) I will just keep asking me and eventually I will have read it.
3: Okay. Hey, Colby. Yes. Have you read the Hunger Games book yet?
0: from Adam at a shine house (laughs) what is your favorite grocery store to shop in during non-pandemic times what's your least favorite
3: well at home the go-to was always giant eagle here what I don't know yeah it's a Midwest thing Mm. she goes to a different school (laughs) um (laughs) Around here, I divide between Harris Teeter and Food Lion. Depends on like, what I'm getting. Things that I'm fine with getting, the cheaper off-brand thing, I will go to Food Lion to get. But if I want like higher quality or the name brand, then I will generally go to Harris Teeter for it.
0: I... Carla and I, what we've recently started doing by recently, I mean yesterday, is we go to, we look up Harris tager prices versus food Lion prices and then just get whatever's cheaper at both places, even though there's, there are like certain things that we don't go cheap on because we've, we've been burned and we don't do that anymore. Wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wine is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't get wine from the grocery store because we're bougie. Um, but honestly, use our wine subscription. DM me if you want a discount code for wine. Um, I also it, like Trader Joe's a lot, but that's on the other side of town. I've never once been to Trader Joe's, specifically that Trader Joe's. I go to that Food Lion across from that Trader Joe's. Oh, I go to the Food Lion across from my apartment. <laughs> um, but yeah, Food Lion and Harris Teeter are what I go to. I don't know if there's a grocery store i don't. I take that back. Target. Target has bad grocery. Target's a grocery store that wants to feel like it's a full grocery store, but it's bad at being a grocery store. So, Target. Well, are you
3: talking about like a regular Target or a Super Target?
0: I'm talking about the Super Target at South Square. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, <exactly. laughs>
3: I like shopping at Aldi, but
1: most... I do a lot of my shopping at Harris Teeter, but I I do like shopping at Aldi.
2: I have the Asheville local spot, Ingalls.
0: English. um chipotle versus Kedoba versus Moe's.
2: chipotle oh mm-hmm. nope get kidoba out of here bro really
1: we in the same league
2: Moe's, Kedoba, chipotle
1: Mm-mm. chipotle kidoba Moe's. depends on what I, what i want like why must we rank them <laughs> because we need content colby
0: listen <laughs> Moe's and Cadoba both have quesadillas, and that's something that Chipotle doesn't have.
3: Chipotle does have quesadillas.
0: They do, they do, They've but, they're, but they're not as good.
1: There's a reason you don't hear about it. <laughs>
3: well, the, yeah, because it takes forever <laughs> to make them because they do them in the tortilla press. They don't have like a special quesadilla machine. The <laughs> <A> quesadilla machine. <laughs> but, but what since I'm Chipotle saying is, change their queso to queso blanco. That was a game changer because the only thing Mo's had over Chipotle was the queso and the queso. now Chipotle across the board is better.
0: Um, I, I just think that incorrect.
3: What's better at Mo's than Chipotle? The queso. The queso. <laughs> and even if it's still better, that's one item. I, I, just, know. I mean, Why I would you like go to a, a Tex
2: Mex with if if the queso is not good?
3: Well, you could just not get queso. I don't always. Get why queso. would I not get? Queso? Then why would you go to a Tex <laughs> Mex place for the food? <laughs> for the queso. For the queso, queso son.
1: Oh, but, they don't call but, it a queso restaurant. Do does Chipotle have a stack? Do they do stacks? Uh.
0: I'm, I'm very not totally passionate employed. about I don't this. Know about that. I w- did not expect yeah. this to come out of this conversation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because their I'm just wrong. in my feeling because someone brought taco. back up
2: like when Kudoba was on Franklin, and I missed Taco Tuesdays before ban.
0: Go Tuesday.
1: Hard shell taco wrapped in a quesadilla.
2: Listen,
0: Wow. Yeah. So let's talk about tacos for a second because my new go-to order. At Chipotle is tacos.
3: That's the worst value.
0: I think, I feel, because I feel like bowls, they mess up too. I mean, they don't like quote unquote mess them up, but they're like, don't like load the thing with lettuce or if you ask for, um, if you ask for like the, the pico, they will drown it in tomato juice. And I feel like you have to be super specific about what you want in order to get a good bowl, I feel like they are less likely to mess up tacos.
3: I value is a lot of my determination and you get the most food for your money in a bowl because you're not limited by the containment capacity of
2: you're not limited. You uh, the surface area of the bowl.
3: Well, like really though, like you could stack a bowl as high as you want and then just compress it down. You can't, like, I guess in theory, you could like quadruple wrap a burrito, but it's very impractical. And a taco, you're limited by the shells.
0: Also from Adam, favorite ice cream brand.
3: Are we talking like a big brand? Anything. Well, my favorite's Mitchell's ice cream, but that's a Cleveland thing. My favorite big brand's probably Ben and Jerry's.
2: I'd have to agree.
0: Remember Coltstone? I say that like Coltstone doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> There's yeah. still
1: one on Franklin Street. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the um the farm over by Jack? Mapleview. that Maple Maple slice.
2: yeah. Are we talking about like ice cream shops or brands? Because like, I said, Oof. Why not? So like I said Mapleview is very good. There's this place that opened in Asheville called Jack the Dipper that does warm waffle cone <laughs> yeah. ice cream. Oh. And so like it oh. It's it's one of those things, like, what a concept. Why didn't I think of that as a business model? I would
3: also say you have to include yogurt places in this, and I would include Yopo in there.
0: Just obligatory. I haven't thought about
2: Yopo in so long.
1: It's tucked away over there, man. It's tucked. It's a gym.
2: But you do forget about it sometimes. Both times we rushed Franklin when we beat Duke. I went to Yopo afterwards. (laughs)
0: Alright, y'all. Y'all ready to wrap it up? I just sure
2: that I went to Sadly, cookout. this was fun. I, I've missed this. It was fun. Oh, the side note. What, what what did y'all do
1: after we won the championship in twenty seventeen? Like what like what after you rushed Franklin, what did you do? Because for um, me, I immediately went to cookout for the celebratory meal.
0: My parents were worried because we were on Franklin Street and there was zero cell service. Like cell service was cut off. I remember,
3: <laughs> as there always is. Yeah.
0: So I tried to. So I, I, I honestly, I walked home and went to bed.
2: <laughs> Guess ass hat alert for me and Aaron because <laughs> <laughs> true we we didn't crush Franklin. We were true. We oh, were, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were, we were right, there. In the desert. <laughs> well, I was, I went. So I went to a, I went to the. Uh, we had a big pool party at the hotel where, um, one. Of, I, I, I don't know if it. Uh, no, I can say it because it's in the national championship recap video. Coach Serration got lit on the hotel balcony and was just dancing the night away. Um, and it was a really fun time. Coach yeah, Serration, the,
3: the strength and conditioning coach. Oh.
2: No, it's in the 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 championship re, like the season recap video if you want to watch it we were all standing right there and we're like yep he's liddy and so you know
3: you don't realize until you're like right next to him but his arms are gigantic oh my goodness he, he's so old. yeah as one would expect from the strength coach well yeah but like he just looks like a dad from far away he doesn't look like a bodybuilder and you go up to him and he is huge like he could crushed my head
0: in his bicep
2: Aaron was exchanging contact information with his best friend Odell Beckham jr
0: true right all right y'all thanks for listening to this episode of never made varsity we will see you soon either on the continent of Eseron or I don't know I honestly do not know when the next sports episode of never made
2: varsity will be um <laughs>
1: we're close to the playoffs right yeah we're going to
2: playoffs. But we thank y'all for all your continued support with us in this time. Uh, We look forward to getting back with y'all soon.
0: And if you're a first-year who's never listened to Never Made Varsity, subscribe to the podcast. uh, iTunes Store, give us five stars. And by my words, if you only give us four stars, I'm inclined to believe
2: you are a hater. We will talk to you Uh, later. bye